We're back on Hockey Prospect Radio, Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to another level at JuniorProspectHockeyLeague.com. Speak with Mike McMahon, College Hockey Insider. Read his substack for all the college hockey news out there. So now we're going to talk about Atlantic Hockey uh, Conference. I have no idea who's coming out of this conference. None. Like it's just they seem there seems to be a little bit of turnover, and then it really figured like it's just there's some a lot of unknowns for me in that. Um, you know, from your perspective, who's coming out? Like who are the top three teams? Because I'm going to be solely relying upon you. Yeah, no, I I think there's uh, to me I think the top three in this conference are probably more clear than than some other conferences. I think you know I don't know what that one through three order is going to be. But I do think that uh, AIC, who's you know been up there for the right. last couple of years, RIT and and Holy Cross are are in that group. I think Sacred Heart could get themselves in that group. that group. So, you know, to me, like those are the top four. There's a bunch of other schools that can make some noise and compete, but I think those four are are very clearly the top four. It's just a matter of what order are they going to finish in. RIT was the top in the league last year. But they didn't win the tournament. They didn't win their yeah. their their playoff tournament. Didn't go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, that was Canisius. Now I think Holy Cross has gotten a lot better. Bill Regan, who they hired from Quinnipiac, former Quinnipiac assistant, has gone in and really turned that program around and, and gotten them to the point where they're one of the top schools, uh, top programs in Atlantic hockey. AIC has always been there, and I think will continue to be. Uh, and Sacred Heart, Sacred Heart's another school. You know, you want to talk about schools that use the portal really well. Yeah, they've used the portal very well. I mean, they went out and got Chase Clark, a goaltender. From Quinnipiac, who was behind Peretz last year. I think he's a Washington Capitals pick. Uh, they went out and got, if you look at their roster, has got a lot of hockey East and ECAC uh, transfers on their roster. So yeah, and we talked about that. Like, like, Yeah, those fifth yep, and sixth defensemen, yep. those third liners who really could play up. Well, let's go play here. Because you're going to finish and, your degree and, and, anyway. Yeah, and I'm just looking here. They, they've got... Mikey Adamson on their defense. Mikey Adamson is a UMass transfer. Uh, Blake Daniels is an Arizona State transfer. You've got uh, Tyler Spott is a Northeastern transfer. Garrett Sunquist is a Providence transfer. That's just on D. <laughs> That's yeah. just on D. Their, their goaltender is Chase Clark. He's a Quinnipiac transfer. They've got uh, they've got an Ohio State transfer in their forward group. They've got an, uh, Liam Isaac, who played at BC as a transfer. He's in their forward group. TJ Walsh, who played at Northeastern and RPI in their forward group as a transfer. So they, they've done a really good job of identifying those players who can, especially can come into their league and be top players can be yeah. really, can really be top players and it doesn't hurt either that they just opened that brand new building we talked about Agustana and right. the money behind them and their facilities second hardest just opened a 70 million dollar arena on their campus last year that is state-of-the-art so and that's a nice recruiting get, tool oh my god yeah and it's a really good school like academically it's a really good school it's yeah. a beautiful area in connecticut they're a team that should get themselves to that point where they're one of the top schools in that league every year because the facilities and, and the, the campus and everything else is going to make it that way. And I think that they've been smart in targeting those hockey East and ECAC transfers that, like you said, might have been fifth, sixth, seventh defenseman on a, on a good hockey East school, but can come to Sacred Heart and be a top four defenseman. And that is good enough to make them one of the top teams in that league. See, that's one of the things when I'm in the BC Hockey League or Alberta Junior Hockey League or Ontario Junior A, I have I don't see as many Atlantic hockey assistant coaches or coaches out there recruiting. And I that's this is where that that conference could really make some hay. 
is sneaking up and like taking some Canadians that are up there because a lot of the Canadians don't know anything about Sacred Heart, right? They don't, yeah. they don't, they always hear about the Hockey East teams or, you know, the Michigans and Minnesotas and, you know, some of the CCHAs, but they don't know that much about Atlantic hockey. And that's where, you know, a lot of more publicity and getting out there and recruiting, like this could be a sneaky conference in five years. You could look back and go, you know, the portal opened and they utilized that, but then, you know, recruiting in some different ways, going to get some Canadians, going to get some Europeans. This is where, you know, conferences that start off slow, all of a sudden, you know, that's when they used to talk about ECAC like that. Occasionally you would get some good teams, but in the last decade, 15, 12 years, ECAC has been a tough conference to beat in the playoffs. So I think Atlanta could do the same thing. They could. And, and, that league is at a lot of teams that have put a lot of money in their programs over the last couple of years too. Yeah. Whether it's hiring new coaches or building new facilities, like there's been an added investment from the the teams in that league, which makes a big difference. Uh, and then I think you're right. I think it's a reason why AIC made the jump that they made is you look at the international players that they brought in. I mean, they, they did go outside the box in recruiting. There was a job among, among the law coaches that I talked to on a regular basis. There was a joke at one point that, you know, AIC was, recruiting international players by telling them they, they, they could only go to AIC because they're American international college. It's the only college they were eligible to go to. And that's how they got all those. That's hilarious. Players. Cause there was a lot of them, you know, they had a lot of Swedish players and Finnish players. Like they, there was a joke for a while. Like, geez, what are they telling these kids? They can only go to AIC. They're not eligible to play anywhere else. Uh, but that's what they did. And, and, and it made them better right away. I mean, and it's, you got to find ways to, to think outside the box. And that's what Eric Lang did when he got to AIC and it paid off. I mean, they've been one of the top teams in that league for the last you know handful of years. Thoughts about, I mean, I've been to Holy Cross's campus. That's another nice campus too. Thought about some other teams like Robert Morris, uh, Niagara, um, Bentley, you know, thoughts about, you know, Air Force and Army, of course. Um, thoughts about who could probably try to like knock on the door against those top three teams that we, we discussed. I think Canisius is one of them. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think Canisius is one of them. They're a team that, again, you look at what they did in the playoffs last year. They go on that run. They win the, the, the league tournament. They end up going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Trevor Large, their head coach, ends up getting rewarded with a, a contract extension because of that. Uh, and, and they played really well down the stretch. Like that's a really good team. And they've added some guys that, uh, again, out of the portal that people I think have forgotten about. You know, one of them is Griffin Lauren, who was at Northern Michigan. He was a guy that was at Northern Michigan, was one of the top players in the CCHA, his freshman and sophomore year, and then transfers to Michigan State, goes to the bigger school and kind of gets trapped on the bottom of the depth chart. Didn't really have the offensive numbers he had when he was at Northern. Uh, then he transfers to Canisius. I think he's from Buffalo, too. So yeah. He's a local kid compared to their program. And he's a guy that if he puts up the production that he did as a freshman and sophomore when he was in the CCHA, he could be one of the top forwards in that league. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a guy and that get more I brought attention. him up a couple times. Yeah, more yeah. attention from scouts. I brought him up. I brought him up a couple times over the course of the summer and, and stuff that I've written because I, I sit here and go, we can't forget about him. Because <laughs> like, yeah. he didn't play last year. He had a sick as a second transfer. So, you know, we we can't forget about him because I think he's going to come in and make an impact for them. And, and the rest of their roster is good. And they're another one. Another school that's invested a lot in their program. They're playing at the Harbor Center now, which is, you know, right across the street from where the which, Sabres play. It's their, great. their practice facility. Like, it's right in downtown Buffalo. Uh, at one point, I think they were playing, like, in the, the 
Buffalo State Fairgrounds or something was the old rink they were playing in. Uh, but when the Harbor Center opened a few years ago, they moved there. They put more money in the program. They just signed their coach to an extension. They've got some momentum, and momentum means a lot, you know, especially when it comes to recruiting. Yeah, interesting. Um, quick thoughts on, you know, Robert Morris, Niagara, in in that respect. Like, what direction are those programs are going? Uh, I think Niagara is kind of a team that, that's in that middle ground a little bit. You know, I think they they made some moves a couple of years ago, made a little bit of a move last year, um, but they they are kind of still stuck in that middle ground. Same with Army, same with Air Force. I think there's a possibility that they can make a jump this year, but uh, I'd be I'd be surprised to be honest with you. I I, yeah. I think that some of those other teams near the top have separated themselves a little bit. Robert Morris. I'm really happy that they're back. You know, yeah. the, the effort that got put into saving that program. I mean, I've said it a couple of times this year. I don't care what their record is this year. They've won just because of the fact that they're back. Yeah. You know? I, I know and, some good guys that are alumni from there and they were really like disappointed and freaking out that that program yeah. was going to die. And now it's come back, which is great. Yeah. Short-sighted uh, move by the I think, previous president that was there, but they were able to, to galvanize an effort there and save it. And like I said, no matter what their record is this year, uh, it's it's a positive step, and it's going to take some time. Like, uh, you know, Derek Schooley built that program from scratch once before when he was hired. It was a brand new program. It's basically doing the same thing again. You know, here he is yeah. twenty years later, twenty five years later, and it's basically the same thing. You're starting from scratch. He didn't have a roster, so it might be a little bit quicker because they're able to pull guys from the transfer portal, which they weren't able to do the first time around. Right, uh, that didn't exist back then, but. It's still going to take some time. I mean, just, just as the, the same as it's going to take Augustana and St. Thomas, they're they're starting from nothing, basically. So they're going to have to build it up. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We come back, we'll talk about the independence. Just, we should just have a, just, just call it independent conference. It'd be great. Yes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we'll be back right after this.